This is the Bud Light Morning Rush Podcast, brought to you by the all-new Natural Light Natterdays with a refreshing strawberry lemonade twist. It's Natterdays. They're going to run and get that boot. The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed the dream season. A baseball team that's on the way back. A college world series title. The Bomb Stadium. I almost got fired because I went Willie the boss after I had a little too much sauce. This is the Bud Light Morning Rush Podcast. Tommy Kraft, where he could have gone out and celebrated and had a good old time, he found a way to make it into work this morning. I'm proud he of him. He says you. we didn't go out and celebrate, you know. I know you, Tommy. Did you go out and celebrate? Oh, I, I okay. Well, straight hold on in, a second. Hold on a second. What well, well, define your celebration? Like, what is a Tom? <laughs> what is a going out and celebrating for Tommy Kraft? Yeah. Probably more like Gus Malzahn. It's probably more like the going Waffle to, House. Yeah, going, going through drive through on your way home. Well, we did stop and get coffee. Well, see, there you go. There you go. In Greenland. So, hey, but hey, you made it in. You made it in. That's all that matters. Is that the same outfit you were wearing last night, though? No. Oh, okay. Well, you're, you have a Razorback shirt on, so I was kind of Well, like, oh, I did maybe. have a Razorback shirt on last night. I'm going to tell you one thing. I, I nearly made a fatal mistake last night. Uh-oh. Because at 3 o'clock, we were going to leave around 4 I had shorts on, short sleeve shirt. I'd put taken a windbreaker with me. I said that'd be fine. And then I looked at the weather a little closer. And I thought about it, and it was a little. I said, you know, I don't think shorts are going to work. <laughs> it's a good call by you. And I went back to the house and put pants on. And I wish I had put more clothing on because it was cool. I mean, I. It felt like March in May. Yeah, I don't like that. It felt like March 9th instead of May 9th last night. I don't like that at all. It was, uh, coffee was, I mean, I, I never thought in a May ball game, at the end of the year, the in the regular season finale series, you'd be looking for hot chocolate at the concession stand. But that's what it boiled down to last night. Were they serving any? I don't know. I didn't get any, but uh, it, it, trust me, it would have been a good seller if they were. Oh, yeah. I bet so. I mean, you saw in the latter innings a lot of cups of coffee coming around. So Yeah, well, I mean, it certainly was a little chilly. It was, it was cool, you know. Low 50s, you know, by the mid-innings. I mean, the game was over by then anyway. I mean, by we left in the after the Hogs batted in the 7th, I guess. Started walking out in the top of the 8th. There just wasn't anything left to see. No, you saw it all. You'd seen it all. That's right. Yeah, that's what I was about to say is that as chilly as it may have been in Baumwalker Stadium last night, the bats were certainly hot. Good grief for the Razorbacks. I mean, it was 3-up-3. Three three. You didn't miss anything because – Nothing happened to me by the time we got out of the parking lot. The game was over. Well, the game was over. I mean, the game was early. Okay, the game was officially over. Yes, it's about being official on there. But I mean, it was it was a home run party there for a bit. It did not start out that way. I was it was a little anxious in the first frame because Campbell did not have his best stuff early. Now he obviously got some good run support, and that settled things down. And he ended up having a. A really nice night going six innings, giving up two runs on four hits, uh, struck out four, walked one. Two of those uh, gave up two, uh, both of those runs earned. But he he had a struggle early. But it was obviously a night where the ball was flying out of the ballpark. Yeah, LSU gets on the board early with a home run. Arkansas answers back with a home run. Arkansas ends up with five home runs in the game, including including a grand slam. But it was a night where the ball was leaving the ballpark. But Arkansas with 14 runs on 15 hits. But I'm telling you, and, and I'm sure this translated through on television just as well as it did in the ball, 
it wasn't that Arkansas just got 15 hits. They were crushing the baseball. Yeah. It was all small dingers. No, I mean, no, no. You, they were seen eye singles. Yeah. This wasn't small ball. Even when they weren't home runs, the other 10 hits in the game, yeah. they were hitting the ball. They were smacking it. And there were like Goodhart, Goodhart, your designated hitter, your three hole guy. What did he go over five? Look, I think that's yeah, right. he went over over five. five, and he was off. He hit a couple loud outs, you'd say, and he's just off a fraction of an inch, you know, a little bit. And hopefully, he goes, you know, like six for ten the rest of the way this weekend because he he did not have a great night, but he hit the ball hard, just didn't, just just off a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it, and it was weird because I'm not saying that you expected Arkansas to have small ball or start playing small ball. I know that some people may have alluded to that, and that may have been the way that they went. But I mean, it was like you said, it was like, okay, so what's going on? Is is it the is it the bats cork there, or is it just the pitching that's going on by Hilliard? Was he just throwing up lobs there? I mean, what was mm-hmm. going on? Because for for whatever reason, yeah. I, I, if Arkansas would have won game one, I wouldn't have been surprised. But the way that they won game one, the way that they were just, I mean, five home runs in game one against LSU. Yeah. I, I mean, that's you'll take that all day long, yeah. but that was certainly not what we expected. Robert texted in and had a different way of putting it. He's absolutely right. He says, they weren't missing many barrels for sure. <laughs> that's no. exactly right, Robert. They, I mean, they 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 uh, they squared up pretty, pretty well last night. So, and the win was... The wind was blowing out a little bit to right, but I mean, it wasn't like a howling wind or, it, you know, these weren't wind aided home runs. No. When the ball left the bat, they were rockets. I mean, just, and, and even the, the home run LSU hit, it was a, they were rockets mm-hmm. leaving, leaving the park. So, um, they, they were no doubters last night. And even, even the, the, uh, like I said, even the hits that, that were not home runs were hard hit baseballs last night. So hopefully Arkansas is continuing to see the ball well, um, you know, hopefully they continue to, to get into the LSU pitching. And even when they got into the bullpen, I mean, the, the starter for LSU, uh, Hilliard, I thought was their best guy last night because Arkansas really dinged up their relievers last night. I thought more so than, than the starter who only who only went three innings last night. Um, I thought Arkansas got on those guys just as well or, or, or more so, obviously. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they stepped on the throat and they finished off LSU. Right. I mean, it wasn't just like oh, their first, their their starter was well, the one that struggled. I mean, they were just hitting it off well, of anybody they threw up. There. Right. Arkansas got a run in the first, two runs in the second, three in the third, poured it on in the fourth with six runs. That's when the grand slam came, and then uh, and had a chance to get some more in yeah. the sixth, and then kind of just eased off. Only two more runs, obviously, for the uh, for the rest of the night for the Razorbacks. Yeah, I mean, they scored in every inning, but the fifth and eighth and inning, then, and then these, you know, listen, there's plenty of show here to. to get on some of these LSU idiots that were there. And and I don't know how these guys in purple show up, but then the LSU shows up and gets two runs in the top of the seventh. And these these corn dog eaters from Baton Rouge start hooping and hollering like, you know, start start making noise. You know, you gotta remind the scoreboard. So okay, when you say making when you're saying making oh, noise, are you saying that they were talking trash or they were just oh, cheering? Yeah. Uh, starting to start like, what could you like, possibly like the, like say? the rally was on or something what could you possibly say you know when that happens well i mean to me even even you need to be you need to be a little more tamed about when it, when it, at that point it was let's see it would have been 13 i'll see it have been 13 to 2 to start the inning i believe you need to be just a little bit 
going into the seventh, you need to be a little tame about what cheering you're doing, I think. I mean, okay, you got a base hit. Okay, you scored a run. Scoreboard. Were they drunk? Score <laughs> from Baton Rouge. What do you think? Oh, I mean, I would have just assumed they were they woke up drunk this uh, morning. Yeah. Well, I saw you tweet out something about that. And I was, uh, they I was were very ask they you. were very boisterous early in the game, and some for some reason, by about the third inning, it got awfully quiet up there behind us. Well, it usually does when they're got when your a little, team got a gets, little quiet. When your team gets smoked like that. I don't know what happened. Yeah, it's a three game series though. It's not mm-hmm. over yet. No, I, hey, I, listen. You'll take last night. You hope Arkansas didn't use it all up. All I care about is Arkansas gets one out of two. all i care about yeah well one of the next two yeah especially when it comes to lsu and you've seen what's happened in previous years by golly, big game one by golly a sweep would be awfully sweet oh yeah no i mean <laughs> i mean if you were able to sweep them then that would just I mean, that would be the icing on the cake for this weekend but since it's lsu no no guarantees oh, no. even if they're I don't up trust not, anything even if they were even if they're up 14 to 4 tomorrow if or you, today if you told tonight, me arkansas had scored their last now i'd have a hard time believing arkansas is not going to score more runs but if you told me that arkansas is not going to win another game this weekend i you could probably figure show me a way that's going to happen mm-hmm. it just seems to i know i don't think i could believe arkansas is not going to score another run this weekend but yeah i mean i mean this series the weird things have happened so even yeah. though arkansas stepped on them last night i don't you yeah. i don't trust that that means anything for tonight well i actually texted my buddy matt moscona down at uh espn 1045 in baton rouge who is who's cover covers baseball and i just asked him i was like what's what is this lsu team because i haven't watched him much this year besides this and he says this is the most dr jekyll mr hyde team he's ever seen where one weekend they will look like a world series type team and then the next weekend they will look like one of the worst teams in the sec and he says last night looks like was one of those times it looked like so the worst team in the I SEC. guess it's Mr. Hyde we want? Who we want? Is it Jekyll you want? I'm always lost on that. I phrase. thought it was Mr. Hyde. Maybe. Because Mr. Hyde's like I, the crazy, right. like, we want a Mr. Hyde, gross guy. Right. Yeah. So you want to shoot me Mr. Hyde we this week. We want weekend. more Mr. Hyde tonight. Well, they certainly looked like Mr. At Hyde last night. Day. I mean, I, I, listen, a sweep would be awesome. Don't get greedy. I, I keep reminding myself, when you start thinking that word sweep privately in your own head, your own mm-hmm. th- listen, don't get greedy. Yeah. Just two out of three. Just, just want. Just that's all you should ask. And it for. doesn't matter which Don't one ask, you win. Doesn't you know, matter if it's tonight or tomorrow. Just right. Do Don't ask to win the Powerball. Just win the state lottery. You know, <laughs> just two out of three. Don't but if be, you, you know, but if you do win the Powerball, yeah. it's it's a good thing. It's a good it's thing. It's pretty nice. Now, a sweep would be great. Yeah. But don't be asking for that. No. You know. No. Just get the series victory. This is a series win. Will be f- that'll that'll do, pig. That'll yep. do. And it'll wrap up. Oh, we saw the wrap up. Your national seed. If you're the Arkansas Razorbacks. You're listening to the Bud Light Morning Rush Podcast. Brought to you by the all-new Natural Light Natterdays. A light lager brewed with a phenomenal strawberry lemonade flavor that's perfect for bringing the fun to every occasion. The new Natural Light Natterdays. Touchdown, Hogs! Holy Hog! We just had... Officer Breeden walk in for us, and uh, you know this is actually a later time than what you normally do. So have you been, been busy right, this morning? Yeah, riding a speed trap, or what yeah. are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing here? 
No, I haven't been running the speed trap. I've been looking for defective equipment of motor vehicles. Ah, that's the right way to put Just it. Getting right people's there. weekend started off in a bad way. No, no, no. You you're want, reaching into their it, wallet on a Friday morning. I have not issued one citation this morning. You're good all man. been warnings. Good and, for and it, hey. the weekend's coming, and it gives them an opportunity to make repairs to the vehicle. All right. See, O'Reilly's is a good guy. Yeah, O'Reilly's is open. O'Reilly's so what kind of, is open. What kind of faulty equipment are you encountering out there? Defective headlights, defective brake lights, defective mm. taillights. Well, you come to a radio station parking lot, you're going to find a lot of defective car equipment around here. Well, I'm really proud of you guys, though. All of your license plates are up to date. Well, oh, that was it, an it issue. Is. That was an issue with one person that was here formerly. <laughs> well, Nick, Nick's not here today. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, is Officer Breeden, when you say that, I honestly have to go back into my mind and make sure I'm like, oh. Yeah, okay, yeah, I am up to date because that I mean? that's like, yeah, that's something that's completely in the back of my mind that I never think to do, but I'm glad that I'm up to date and that I'm good. Well, it's it's once a year, but I do check. Okay. I'll, I'll keep, it's, ask Tommy. I reminded him he was uh-huh. only a couple days out. He, he went and got him. He his did. Renewed. Yeah, he said, hey, by the way, your tags expire in three days. Oh, yeah. I can go down there and stand in that line. Did you, did you, so you went to the DMV, didn't do it the mail? Because you can do it through mail, I try right? to normally do it online, but it, there's something with one of the vehicles here where they got like the, the insurance company has the VIN number wrong, so the state, I have to go down there, but, and I can't, it's like an act of Congress to get it corrected. Because I prefer to, like, on my personal vehicle, just do it online, let them mail it to me. That's easy. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Any, any way I can avoid the DMV, I'm always for. Yes. And by the way. Uh, it is click it or ticket time. There'll be special mem- enforcement statewide. Memorial Day coming up. Yeah. That's right. May the 20th through June the 2nd. Click it or ticket. You know, and if you think wearing a seatbelt's a bad idea, then let someone drive you down the highway at 30 miles an hour. If you say you'd rather be thrown clear, practice jumping out of that pickup truck at 30 miles an hour. I don't think you're going to like the results. Mm. I-, I wouldn't Road think rash, so. you know. Hey, by the way, just a ballpark estimate. How much does it usually cost for a fine if you get pulled over not wearing a seatbelt? It's going to cost you about one hundred and fifty dollars. One hundred and fifty? Yes, sir. For no seatbelt? Yes, sir. Crap I thought that pants. was like forty dollars. Yeah. What? Well, but you have court cost, and you have state. What if I just plead guilty? <laughs> if you just plead guilty, you know, I'm still going to say it's around one hundred twenty, one hundred fifty bucks. Oh, that's a racket. Do you think I can install? I don't set the fine. Do you think I can install in my truck one of those like? Seatbelts from like well, the early '90s, where it automatically rolled into yeah, your chest. Can I do that? A car will drive you crazy. It's just easier to wear your seatbelt now. I think we're we're all trained to do it. But the the vehicle will drive you crazy if you don't put your seatbelt on. It will ding and make noise and drive you nuts. Now I got in a car with a guy one time, and he had literally like went to a salvage yard and bought the end of a seatbelt, like just cut one off and put in the the the. What do you call the part where it goes into? The receiving the part or whatever. The buckle, yeah. whatever. So it would, the car would quit dinging and shut up. <laughs> but again, why wouldn't you Why wear would your you just not wear it? Yeah, yeah just put your seatbelt on. It's habit now. I mean, I don't even think about it anymore. It, 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 I, used to be, I used to be stubborn. I used to be one of these stubborn guys out here that didn't want to do it because I didn't want someone to tell me I had to do it. Well, but not wearing a seatbelt, you even have yeah. a small collision at 15 miles an hour. Do you want to say, oh, I've got a bruise on my collarbone, or do you want to have sad singing and slow walking? I don't know. I don't want any of that. I, I just put exactly. my seatbelt on. 
See, I, I'm not, I don't even want to admit anything when Officer Breeden's here because I, I will say things and be like, yeah, well, you know, I don't wear my seatbelt when I'm just driving down the road. And then he'll come back and then he'll say, hey, you better wear your seatbelt because like the, the problem example is, we just gave. So I'm not going to admit anything. If you have your seatbelt on and then you spill your beer, it's harder to reach over the floorboard and pick it up while you're driving. He doesn't seem That's amused by point. that. Yeah. And uh, by I mean, the way, if you've got your seatbelt off because you're picking your beer up out of the floor, just tell me that if I've stopped you. Okay. We'll have a meaningful I'm sure that, discussion about I'm sure that will issues. end well for me. <laughs> but I got my medical marijuana card. <laughs> And that's good. Yeah. But I just you know, that's the thing about not wearing the seatbelt. If you drop your beer while you're driving, it's easier to get out of the floorboard. And you know, it's it's and that's a good point. Because if you're picking up your flip beer out of the floorboard and I stop you for not wearing your seatbelt, then it's easier to get you out of the car and we'll have a little ride for free. I won't charge anything. A meaningful discussion. A meaningful discussion about your inappropriate behaviors. Well, I was just thirsty. There you go. Dehydrated. I was dehydrated. There you go. Well, you got a shout out. Obviously, Mother's Day is coming up. <laughs> Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Yeah. There you go. So it should be a great one. Well, as always, we all appreciate right. you stopping by with us, Officer Breen, of course, bringing For uh, another meaningful discussion. Yeah, another meaningful Maybe discussion. Maybe we need to start a segment. You know how they, on Levitar, they have Back in My Day? Yeah. And Greg Cody writes these wonderful essays. I feel like that'd be a great segment for you. This is, all right, giving you an assignment. I want you to write a that we're going to start a new segment meaningful discussions with officer breed we'll okay. get some music and you can come in and you can deliver a meaningful discussion on anything that have to be on how to drive appropriately or behave it could be on anything you know powerlifting powerlifting well, what, whatever whatever you think would be meaningful and we'll you know it kind of be a like a greg cody back in my day kind of deal it could be meaningful discussions with officer breed like how football practice used to be three a days yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah well you know yeah. Meaningful discussion. Okay, work, work we'll that, that up. I'll, I'll work on that. We'll yeah. refine it, and that could be a new feature here on the show. <laughs> Let the record show. Meaningful this. discussions. That, hey, that could be a good podcast right there. Meaningful discussions. Tommy Kraft just gave a police officer homework. It's okay. Not many people I'll, can hey, see that. I will take the assignment. There we go. All right. I you think you're messing with over here, you know? Oh, I know. You're the godfather of Fort Smith, <laughs> as we always say, Tommy. So, But uh, appreciate you hopping on with us. Everybody be safe out there. Thank All you. right. Have a good uh, weekend. I always appreciate it. Have a good one. So, Good Mother's Day. Yeah. I bet he's never been called a mother. Only after they rolled the window back up, they called him a mother. Well, I mean, I was about to say, they <laughs> probably had a different, away. probably was followed up by a different word afterwards. That's the so. other thing. People that don't use their turn signals always use their turn signals when getting back on the road after getting a ticket, don't they? Always. They do. They, they, do. they always they use do. the turn signal then. <laughs> and, and speaking of being called bad names, uh, that never bothers me. Um, <laughs> I can understand that I, as a as I, a as a man who wears a striped shirt and a whistle every now and then. I get yeah, that. yeah. You know, I, I've been called worse things by the woman I used to be married to. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, Officer Bream, before you leave, we actually had somebody tweet in a question for you. Okay. Actually, this comes from JT. He says, "Can we ask you why you, you we have to wear seatbelts, but motorcycle riders don't have to wear helmets?" I can't really answer that other than the state law allows people and and they did a great job of lobbying i can wear i mean i could ride my motorcycle without a helmet but you cannot drive a motor vehicle without a seatbelt. that's the state law uh, it's that freedom well, of speech kind of thing on the helmets mm-hmm. if i rode a motorcycle i would have a helmet on so right. essentially a motorcycle police officer a, a police officer riding a motorcycle not wearing a seatbelt, can pull you over and write you a ticket for not wearing a seatbelt. But there are no. Remember, motorcycles are not equipped. <laughs> I understand yeah. that. I'm just saying. 
I mean, let's face it. If you're driving a <laughs> just car, just think that about was, that a second. If you're driving an antique car, not equipped with seatbelts, you don't have to wear a seatbelt. All right. What if I just on. take a? What if I just took a knife and cut the seatbelts out of my car? It's not that, equipped now. That sir is not legal. Oh, <laughs> See, that's, that's a violation of the rules, huh? <laughs> exactly. Right. Well, now we know now because right. I've always wondered that too. So, JT, hopefully that answered it, your question. It's no different. You, you referee football, right? Well, everybody's looking for an unfair advantage. Well, know? yeah. I mean, I can use a forearm just... on you. I can use an open <laughs> hand on you. But if I close my fist and use it, that's illegal, right? Um, yeah. A little different. All right. All a little right. different. So there you have. It. Appreciate it, Officer right. Breeden. Coming in and keep writing us warnings out. out there. No tickets on. It's a no ticket Friday. Yeah, just keep being nice to people. Click it or ticket though. I'm going with Officer Breeden. Yeah, he's right. he's a nice guy. There you go. Unless they have Louisiana tags and they're here for the LSU series and just yeah, if they're if they're making their way south, get your quota. Yeah, just so. just don't 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 go easy on those ones. <laughs> they don't got go an LSU on shirt on. Get your quota. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Man, so that, hey, that was a fun segment yeah. with Officer Breeden. What do you think? We there. could have that segment. He could come yeah. in you know, once a week. Maybe if he had something really good, a couple. Yeah, meaningful discussions. Yeah, well, see, because I there's questions that I have that I that that people think that's like in the law, and I don't know how. I'm sure he's very well versed yeah. with the law. As things like, hey, if you get pulled over, can you, as a person that's getting pulled over, ask to see the uh, radar gun? Yeah, and get proof that you were going that fast. Like you know, stuff like that that people kind of throw around and, and all that fun stuff. But here's the thing: I, I'm this type where if I'm speeding and I get pulled over for speeding. I'm just gonna own it, man. I'm just coming up with the best excuse I got at the moment. Yeah. Well, that's that's true too. Yeah. You know, always always make sure, for mercy. Always make sure you're dressed nice because then you can always say you're trying to make it for a funeral. You can't yep. get a D dub on a bicycle. Thank you, Ty. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for your addition to the conversation, Ty. Jeez. You're listening to the Bud Light Morning Rush podcast, brought to you by the all-new Natural Light Natterdays, the new beer of the summer, with a refreshing strawberry lemonade twist. Natterdays, fun for every occasion. They won't catch him. Alex Collins is going to take it all the way to the house. Let's go to the phone lines and welcome in the man, Scott Tabor, former Razorback pitcher, to join us and talk a little bit about Razorback baseball. You know, Scott, it's very rare where we get to welcome you on after a Razorback victory on a Friday, but Arkansas certainly made uh, short work of LSU last night in Baumwalker Stadium. Yeah, they did. I, I have to believe there's a lot of LSU Paul players walking around Fayetteville this morning looking for their man card because they kind of lost it last night. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, the Razorbacks made them, made them like it, yeah. made them like it. So what was going on early with Campbell? A um, little bit of a shaky start. Obviously, the, the, the hog lineup staked him to a pretty good lead pretty pretty quickly in this game. But um, Campbell, you know, I want to get your analysis on, on his start there. And he settled in nicely, had six nice innings in the, in the final sum of things. But I, I think it'd be hard to come out and say, that, well, he, he was off to a great start last night because there's anything but that giving up the home run. LSU got a run in the first and a run in the second. But six full innings for Isaiah Campbell. Gave up two runs on four hits. What did you see early out of Campbell and his mechanics? You know, Campbell's mechanics he's are, are, are a little bit difficult because he not only rotates his body, but he has this lean back where he picks up a lot of his velocities, the big, tall pitcher. So everything has to be everything has to be in the sink, or he's going to be missing a little bit. Uh, I, I think he got squeezed. His strike zone was a little mm-hmm. kind of had what kind of floating strike zone last night a little bit, and once he figured that out, I think he was okay. But you got to remember LSU, even though they're not having the stellar year that everybody thought they were going to have, because let's face it, they're they're top in the they're one of the top teams in recruiting every year. They have a fantastic program. 
it's not their hitting as, and their fielding as much as it's their pitching that's holding them back from being uh, being up, up at the level of the Hogs this year. So I, I think he just, you know, he is showing his maturity. Uh, last year, that may have derailed him. He may not have gotten out of the first inning last year. This year, he is, has the ability, he has found the ability, and it's part of the maturation process of coming back and saying, you know, he's not calling it where I want to throw it. I'll throw it where he wants to call it. So uh, that's just part of the process of turning into a, a great pitcher. No, one of the things that we discussed, Scott, early this morning was how yesterday not only did Arkansas hit five home runs, but even the hits that weren't home runs, they were just getting a hold of them. They were able to advance a lot of bases and a lot of contact, yeah, a lot of contact <laughs> to it all. And it was just, it was something that, of course, you know, it happens in baseball all the time, but it's something that you don't really see very often, especially against a team like LSU and against their ace pitcher. I mean, what was with the hitting last night? What what was it that got them going, or was it just one of those games? You know, it's just one of those games, and I think they're playing with a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. You can say all you want about, you know, and, and Van Horn, he does all the coach speak, which all of them do, is, you know, we really just take this one pitch at a time, one game at a time. And that really, really is their approach. But also, I mean, kids are kids, and, and they know the history with LSU. And there's a lot of them that uh, have been there for they just hadn't done very well against them. And so it was like, uh, like us against Texas. Texas was our nemesis one back in the 70s. So they're, they're wanting to really put it to them, and I think they're really focused and locked in. And, and once the hits started coming, they just kept coming. And everybody was, there was a fight at the bat rack last night. I think a couple of people got hurt. Let's be with Scott so, Tabor, former Razorback pitcher here on the Morning Rush. You know, you know Scott, another thing that uh, we noticed is just when it comes down to Dave Van Horn and how he approaches these press conferences and how he talks to people, he's been saying all week long about this series against LSU, it's just another series. It's just another series. We're approaching it as just another series. I mean, how much do you actually believe of that? Do you really think that it's just another series for Dave Van Horn? Or does it mean a little more because it's LSU and because he, as a coach, has struggled against LSU? Well, he, he preaches that, and every coach preaches that. But it's, uh, like I said, they, the kids don't they see that a little bit, but it's also it's LSU. Uh, and so it is another game, and it does just count as, as one win or one loss on the, the stat sheet, but it's LSU, and you want to beat LSU bad. And everybody wants to see LSU get beat bad. Uh, as a fan, you know, we'd like to see him get, get humiliated. I love that. So it's, uh, you know, he can preach all he wants, but I, I think uh, everybody knows it's it's LSU. I'm sure you noticed this, and I don't know how this will, will be tonight because we don't have the lineup cards for LSU, but um, – what was it, the first five or six batters in their lineup were lefties last night in a row? Uh, as a pitcher, A, how's your approach? And if, if it's that way tonight, um, how do you think that affects Wicklander? Because I, I think it was like the first five in a row or something like that were lefties in the, in the box for, for LSU. Yeah, Wicklander should be licking his chops. You know, lefty on lefty, that's the, that's the matchup that you want. Uh and, they, you know, and, and Maneri may change it because of that fact. So right, well, he probably will. He'll probably take a couple. Of, he's going to have to change something because they can't go continue going as they did last night. Uh, and he may change some things that you know in the beginning. And he may play a little small ball. He may. I think he. he I think he can see after last night that he's he's kind of running to a buzzsaw right now. But day to day, one thing that everybody knows about baseball is day to day the game can change. Wickland could come out and he could be walking the world, and their guy could be pretty sharp and. And uh, we're hitting line drives of people, or we're just not making good contact. I mean, baseball, you wake up in a different world every day. So they've got to come out focused again tonight, but Wicklander should be, be very excited. Uh, hopefully the whole team has the attitude, you know, we have them down, let's step on their throat, go ahead and kick them back to, kick them back to Baton Rouge. 
You know, Scott, another thing about this series against LSU is it seems like since the lack of success that Arkansas has had uh, versus the Tigers over the past 10 years, I mean, they haven't beaten them since 2011. And yeah, it's oh, just it's just one of those things, too, that you ask, because obviously these players that are on the team weren't on every single team since then. But do you think that it kind of builds a little bit of pressure and in, just into the program in general when it, when fans know about it and the coaches know about it? And does it kind of go into the players' mindset, too? It's like, hey, it's been a long time since you've beaten these guys, too. Don't This is the time that you really want to make a statement and plant your flag a little bit, not only in this series, but in this division as well. I don't think it's pressure. Uh, I don't think it's pressure as much on the players. The players, I think, especially with this team. Now, some teams it may affect pressure-wise. This team, which I just love about this team, is, is you can watch their approach just about every day, every at-bat, whatever team they're playing. Uh, they seem really, really locked in on what they're doing, and they they know that the process that they're going through has been working, and they've gotten better and better and better as the season's gone along. They were solid in the beginning, uh, and they've just gotten better and better as, as the year's gone along. Now that the pitching has been figured out, has kind of gotten figured out, and people are falling into place. Um, so pressure-wise, no, but I, I think they see it as an opportunity, and I think they see right now, especially after last night, you can almost see excitement. Every guy that's up there just just locked in and they're going to hit it and they're hitting some good pitches you know so it's uh it's gonna be fun to watch tonight i think this is the point of the year where dave really gets to be at his best because the players are now out of school it's graduation week weekend finals are are winding down and are over now these guys get a taste of what it's like to be a to be a pro because it's all baseball the rest sure. of the way and yep. Give us some insight into the mindset and how that really changes you as a baseball player and how the coaching approach can change when it's it's baseball and it's it's a it's a different schedule and you're not worried about the the academic schedule that you got to keep up in addition to the practice and the baseball routine. Now it's wake up, worry about baseball, go to bed, wake up, worry about baseball. Well, first of all, they're they're, uh, they're playing in better facilities and, and getting treated better than they will if they sign a pro contract and play in the minor league. So let's get that out on the table right away. They need to really enjoy what they're doing right now. But uh, but yeah, losing the, the school part of it and the test part of it and all of that rigmarole, now it is that. You know, they go home to their apartment or they go over to their dorm or wherever they're living. Uh, they'll eat as a team since the, the, the cafeterias and things are closed. They'll generally meet as a team um, and you know they go through the, but you go through the same routine every day, school in or school out. They don't do anything different in that part. They just have a little, little less, a uh, little bit fewer distractions. And back when I was playing, we we loved it. We fished more. <laughs> we fished a lot. <laughs> Once the school got out, we got into postseason play. But uh, yeah, you know the pro ball, the strut, the the playing every day and practicing every day. These guys do that anyway. They have a limit on time on practice. Uh, you know, but in pro ball, you go seven days a week, and and you just uh, do the same thing day in and day out. So I think they're really locked in. And really, when you look at where the program is now, I heard you guys talking earlier about you know we have had a great season right now. We're we're in the lead for the league right now. And if it ended today, everybody, yeah, that's a great season. But there'll be a lot of letdown because we didn't do well in the postseason. And this program is not to the point of doing well in the postseason. This program is to the point where expectations now are are we should win it. I mean, and this team really, really has been has been is built to go deep, yeah. deep, deep into the postseason and with an opportunity to win it when you get to the yeah. get to the final game. Yeah, th- th- this isn't going to be a completely satisfied fan base until you have the national title. Till there's a new till there's a new thing out on the wall that says national right. championships, not right. just college World Series, national champion. Th- because that's the that's the next step. Because there's been what that's nine nine is a 
Nine is a uh, program. Five under Dave. The the next step is to to win the whole thing. Yeah. So. Two two times been a pitch or two away from winning it. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's 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 like having driving a brand new car and and, and you owning a beater and driving a brand new car. Eventually, you're it's not long down the road you're going to be driving a brand new car because that's what your goal is. Uh, and and Dave is is knows the program and knows the steps to get there. I think he's really he's really developed a, a great 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 program, and he. Uh, you know, I think he's not going to be satisfied. Of course, he wouldn't be satisfied as a coach. He's a competitor, but but he wants to win it as bad as anybody else does. And I think he can see that this this team and just the demeanor of this team. And if he doesn't get SEC Coach of the Year this year, I don't I don't know when he ever would because he had so many pieces to to put back together and replace, and so many pitchers, young, young, young arms to to bridle in and find out who could fit where. And, and they've done a great job. And I tell you what, they're they've done a great job of is staying healthy, unlike LSU. Uh, their problem is they've had just tons of injuries, and sometimes that happens. Sometimes you get hit by an injury bug, and you just can't can't get out of it. So that was actually the question I was going to ask you, Scott, is about the coach of the year. I, I, no, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> uh, but it, it, that was what I was going to ask you is because I don't. If he doesn't win this year, I don't know how else. What else he can do? No, I, I, I mean, what? what well, who else, else is, would you give it to? Yeah, that's the other thing too. Yeah. So it just seems like I, you know, I never want to put guarantees on it, but I just have a hard time believing anybody would be worthy of the SEC Coach of the Year besides Dave Van Horn. Or, I mean, Tim Corbin would be the only other co- coach in this league you could even consider, right? Maybe, now. yeah. Well, yeah, but Corbin's got the, the guys that he brought has in. That he's got a lot of seniors. He's got some great hitters, and he's always got great arms at Vanderbilt. Uh, but there are the same, still things, the same struggles that every coach goes through, and pitching is the biggest struggle. Uh, but I think Van Horn, like I said, like you said, he 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 had less to work with. I mean, even the studs coming back, two of them were are true sophomores. So it's not like you have these these seniors coming back. Mm-hmm. They were turned out they were great as freshmen. We didn't know they'd be great as freshmen. They were great as freshmen, and now they're great as sophomores. But they didn't st- start off that way at the beginning of the year. The big three weren't really the big three. They were kind of dragging the light up down. They were bottom, bottom of the order. Everybody else was doing it. So he had so many young guys step in this year, and I think the new staff, the new pitching coach, and, and the new uh, strength coach, and, and just all the things that they've been doing, they're doing it right. And and this team has an attitude. And a lot of times that comes from your senior leadership, and I think they've got some great senior leadership. Uh, last year you had Carson Shaddy, but he's all fire and brimstone. And I think this year, I think Fletcher, I think, is probably doing a real good job quietly leading in Estelle uh, I mean not Estelle he's L uh, you know even though he's new to the program he's an older player and, uh, and he looks like he's about 40 but he gets up there and, and I think he's a, a probably a good quiet leader and sometimes good quiet leadership by example is what you need you have some young kids come in that, that have a lot of talent so it's it's all falling together it's just a matter of of not having a, a one of those weekends or one of those series or just one of those games where everything falls apart and you can see how quickly it can go that way. Scott Tabor, former Razorback pitcher. Appreciate you hopping on with us, Scott. Have a great you weekend, bet. man. You bet. Go Hogs. You're listening to the Bud Light Morning Rush Podcast. Brought to you by the all-new Natural Light Natterdays, the new beer of the summer. Let's go to the phone lines and welcome in in, because it's been a while since we've had our one of our residential callers here on the Morning Rush. Eddie is in Clarksville. Good morning, Eddie. Good morning, gentlemen, and good morning to this great fan base. As they're headed to work this morning, I mean, what a tremendous display of two ingredients that Eddie Kaporska talks about all the time. Our baseball and our baseball hog delight, and it was on display in full force last night 
That's all I'm saying. And when you talk about bringing a wood to the plate, a display of pie, what was it, five fingers? Let me tell you something. As I picture, hey, what you talking about? Hey, I'm starting to smell a country national feeding at Bob Stanton. I mean, tremendous display by the whole team. I mean, hats off to Coach Ben Horton. You know, last year, it was a very heartbreaking loss. I mean, we were right there bring back a college world series title back to Bob Tyson Stadium. And we just didn't make the catch. I'm going to tell you we didn't sit around and tell about it. What did Coach Van Horn do? He assembled a team back on his way back to the college world series. I'm starting to spell it, children. Hey, that's all to the whole team. Uh, keep up being happy in this morning. Uh, what about you, gentlemen? Are you starting to spell it? I guess, by the way, one of the best baseball programs in America in the Dodgers of that team. And last night, I was enjoying a big bowl A baseball hog of I mean, it was on this play. What about, is there a better, I'm going to ask the gentleman this question. Is there a better team in all of college baseball than Gustav, Burton, and Fletcher? And now, it's the whole animal. At any given time, somebody can get the dirty hit and get the and get the runners across. And that's the difference. We've been watching this baseball all play since 1979. And we've had three hitters all the way up to, to the day to now. And I'm going to tell you something about this team. This team has a, a lineup that can hit the ball. That can that understand the importance. I'm bringing a wood to the plate, and they're doing that right now. And what about the speed of a home state kid and Mr. Casey Martin? I mean, the kid can run the bases. The man's the fastest baseball runner in all of college baseball. I mean, look at it last night. I mean, the kid is fucking speed. I mean, gentlemen. I mean, when you talk about what's at stake in this city, to me, you squeak the Tigers. Okay, thanks, I'm, Eddie. I'm starting to smell it. So, or maybe that was that breakfast burrito you had. I'm not sure, but I'm starting to smell it. Starting to hear it. Starting to smell it. Starting to feel it. Glad we got the music back for Eddie. Make, makes the call that much more harumph, if you will. See, aren't you inspired it, after that? Come Eddie on. was a little wound up this morning. It's been a little while since Eddie's it's been a minute. shared some knowledge with us. I'd say it's probably been close to a month. Was that a little hard to understand? He was so wound up. I, I think he was, in, in, use a radio term, overmodulating the phone a little bit. So, Overmodulating? Yeah. I like that word. Yeah, I, I can understand that. I, I felt like he was he overmodulating. Was there you thing, go. Yeah. Well, I felt like he was pretty. Uh, he was pretty. He was ooh, very boom, passionate. Very passionate about I it. Could so. smell the passion. Well, here's the thing, though. You know, last year when the Razorbacks were making that run in the College World Series and even in the regional, super regional, you know, Eddie was calling three, four times a week uh-huh. and really bringing it every single Inspiring morning. Inspiring the fan base. Yeah, and so, so now. Yeah. It maybe this is kind of his. He's he's getting revved up. The regular season's nearly coming to an end, and all of that. So, but it's good to hear Eddie back, back on the phone lines. But here's the thing though, too, about Eddie. 
is he's not the only one that's really pumped up and hyped up about this Razorback baseball team and what they've been able to accomplish, uh, not only so far this year, but uh, what they look like they're going to accomplish into postseason play and heading into the SEC. I mean, could this, like we all talk about postseason play and all that, but like if Arkansas, say, won the SEC tournament, which they've never done since they've joined the conference in baseball, mm-hmm. like would that mean anything more to you at all? Honestly, this year, if you told me they were going to win the tournament in Hoover, I would be concerned. And I know that's backwards thinking, but I think I think a lot of the diehards out there listening would agree with what I'm my, my logic here. I don't think any of the diehards want to go win the thing in Hoover because we've seen like Vanderbilt in recent times go win that thing in Hoover and then fall Nothing. flat. I wonder what the tie is. We'd have to. We'd have to, to, to do some some double research on this. But SEC tournament champions that go on to win the national championship or even get to the College World Series, I bet there is a very small number of teams that have had great postseason success after making that run in Hoover. Mm-hmm. It's hot down there a lot of times. You go through pitching. The format, I mean... Well, I'm not. I, I, I no. I mean, just to put that trophy in the case for the first time, no. Well, Tommy, here's an example of last year. Ole Miss won the tournament, right? Mm-hmm. They lost in their regional. Exactly. I mean, I'm. I am not. Uh, I mean, if if Arkansas can win the Western Division, and they're not even co-division champions, they are division champions. You know, you're a top eight national seed. I'm all about O2 and barbecue. Pitch every freshman you got. Do I mean? And I know that. That is not in Dave Van Horn's makeup. He's not going to do that. You want to keep guys in routine. You want to keep them on their bullpen schedules. All of the, but don't don't wear any arms out mm. getting you know. It's not worth it. No, it's not worth it. And I think most of the diehards would agree with the logic of maybe you try to win one, but the problem is you get so far in the tournament and then you get you get hung up where well you've you've come this far you might as well keep going. No. But I'm just telling you. That, that that tournament in Hoover can be a trap when you don't have a lot to play for. Mm-hmm. And Arkansas, if they continue to play well the last five games, won't have anything to play for in Hoover. Don't fall into the trap. Yeah, you don't need those extra four games or three games, whatever it would end up being. You know, because mm-hmm. they start on what Wednesday. Yeah, Arkansas and it ends on Sunday. No, and then they have the no, weird no, single no, elimination, no. then double elimination no, no, deal. No, like, no, no, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on it. No, no. no Last no. time it Be happened home for dinner. Last Be time home it, for the weekend. Yeah. The only time it's happened recently is Paul Maneri's only national championship in 2009. That's when LSU won both the SEC conference championship, tournament championship, and then they would yeah. go on to so win the happen. national championship. It just, so it ten happen years often. ago, but it, yeah. but it's but it's rare, yeah. right? Yeah, it does not happen often. But I bet you you could find more teams like that that really good Vanderbilt team that won the. SEC tournament, mm-hmm. and then fell flat in the in the postseason. Yeah. And then they probably it, more examples of that. Yeah, then they won it the next year. So it's almost like you're saying it's better to. And then the 2000, but there's just not a lot of instances where you see the conference tournament champion coming out of the SEC because it's as you mentioned, it's hot, muggy, and you lose up you use up yeah. a lot of your pitching. And there's a there's a point to be made where like you want some confidence. You don't want to just not pitch your guys heading into that series and then going in the regional. But at the same time, you don't want to waste. Your starters either starts on Wednesday. I want to be home for the weekend. Yeah. Oh, and two and barbecue. I'm fine. Well, with I mean, you know, I don't know if you want to go O two and barbecue, but I mean, do you want to go 
two and four. I don't want to play more than three. Two. I mean, and isn't that a great position to be in? Now, you got to play well these last five to be in that position. Yeah. And when I say well, you need to win at least at least a minimum, bare minimum of two starting tonight. Yeah. And probably more like three. Whatever it takes to win the the Western Division outright. Just win the West and then the win SEC the West tournament. Outright and then I, I mean, just don't even show up. Just, just in fact, don't even tell Sankey you're not coming. Yeah. <laughs> until they're looking for you for your first game, and they're like, "Where in the hell is Arkansas at?" And they're not there. I mean, that, that's that's how you do it. Yeah. Just don't even send a note. Don't even send a text. Not even a phone call. Just no show them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just just claim that your invitation got lost in the mail. Oh, is that this week? <laughs> yeah, completely forgot about. It. Just slipped our mind like a like a party yeah. that you don't want to go to. And that's why they don't let me run the athletic department. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. That's why Tommy, you're doing what you're doing and oh. not not running the. Now we're having a problem with the jet. Yeah. We couldn't get there. Just go ahead and sign us up for a forfeit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why you're doing what we'll, you're doing. We'll Tommy. see you in Omaha. That's why you're doing what you're doing. Your number one source of local news and information you need. Like the Bud Light Morning Rush podcast? Check out the halftime pod at hitthatline.com.